0: This is the NRL.com
1: Fantasy Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast. Chris Kennedy here joined in the studio by fantasy experts Adrian McMurray and Dom Brock. And boys, plenty to talk about this week. I can't imagine uh, a few weeks ago thinking there would be so much in terms of team changes and injuries heading into... Uh, this part of the season, but there's just so
1: much to get through. Um, how are our teams shaping up? Are we you all ravaged by the various... <laughs> yeah, it's not looking great. Um, <laughs> so all those planned trades have sort of gone out the window and uh, really going to need to uh, consolidate things. Uh, still a few buy rounds to go as well. So a few things to uh, consider um, on the run home.
2: Yeah, two very big outs this week. We'll have a lot of people scratching their heads, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll see how we go. Well, we'll head through it uh, one game at a
0: time, so I think almost every game has some pretty fantasy-relevant ins and outs. The latest in league. Starting off with the Eels, the, the Bulldogs, and probably the big news out of the Eels, the injuries are before the buy to Hooker, Kayser Pritchard, and back row of Bo Scott. Um, from a fantasy point of view, Cameron King, a bargain basement hooker, comes in shaping up for big minutes. What do we think about him?
2: Yeah, so he's very cheap. He should get that hooker spot, we think, for the rest of the season. Um, Earlier in the year, he would be a great buy. Right now, it really depends on how your team's shaping up. Most people are looking at having two-gun hookers. There are a few other complications there that we'll, we'll get to. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, Will Smith as well on the bench um, yep. could eat into his minutes. Um, obviously hasn't played in the NRL for a number of years, um, biding his time with Wentworthville in the intra-super premiership. Um, and, yeah, the timing is a, is a little tricky mm. because really you want to be looking at Smith, who we'll talk about later, I am sure, <laughs> and um, McKinnis McCulloch, as we talk about every week. So it could really... Well, maybe... maybe you're It'll change things for the run home. We could run with a a rookie, a second rookie hooker. I guess a lot
0: depends on the sort of scores that he pumps out. Like you say, Will Smith on the bench will take his minutes. Those of us who are still holding someone like a Jaden Braille you might be more tempted than those of us who've already consolidated to a a Smith-McKinnis type uh, combination. Uh, Moving on to the Bulldogs, uh, one of our really big outs for the week, James Graham gone for a month, which is probably a little bit too long to be trying to hold him at this point of the year um, they've also lost Greg Eastwood so a couple of changes in the forward pack there.
2: Yeah, big blow for um, James Graham, his scores have been a bit below par anyway the last couple of weeks, he had a bunch of injuries uh, in the weeks before that as well um, one of the attractions of holding him was that he was playing in round the Bulldogs play round 18, the last buy round so that's not the case anymore, I think he's know a, a definite sell with some better options in the front row around anyway.
1: Yeah, don't you think the 4 weeks, 4 weeks for ed, for like neck surgery? That seems a bit conservative, especially considering <laughs> he's 32 as well. I mean, I'm no doctor obviously, we don't. So know. It's a
2: minor procedure apparently. I'm not sure what it is exactly, but that, it must be pretty minor if he's back in a month.
1: Yeah, how is it? I don't know how neck surgery can ever be minor, but anyway. I've got three definite non-doctors in the studio again. <laughs> um, yeah, the old nerve
0: damage operation sounds pretty serious, but they're they're saying it's minor and will be back uh, reasonably soon, but it's still probably a little bit too long for fantasy coaches.
1: Yeah, and I tried to him in as well uh, traded out for feeder for Graham at the start of the origin period, um, freeing up some cash and you know getting that buy coverage for feeder not playing as many games, and it's turned out to be not such a good move, <laughs> but. That happens.
0: <laughs> there are a few uh, reasonable upgrades, but it's going to cost you a little bit given the uh, the cash that you shed over the uh, the last couple of months. We'll move on. Uh, we'll cover him in the, the questions a little bit more. We'll move on to Titans beat Dragons. Uh, Titans appear to have no major changes. Uh, Tyrone Roberts is in, pushing Jamal Fogarty to the bench. is about the only significant one. And Jared Hayne obviously uh, hit back from a pretty poor origin too with a decent score.
1: Yeah, it was really great to see him, you know, run in a few tries, um, try assist as well. So really a reward for those that kept the faith, um, especially now you can play in centres. Uh, I know I've got too many centres now, which is a, <laughs> a very strange place to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, good to see Hayne back in form.
2: Yeah, and I think people who have him will probably be keeping him now, um, even more so with the other you know, bigger trades to make in the forwards. Um, as long as he keeps getting involved with try-scoring plays, his points will be all right. Um, So that's good. Uh, Jared Wallace is a guy who a lot of people have been either trading out or thinking about trading out, even though he's been scoring around 50 points a week. Again, there are better front row options. But again, as we've mentioned with James Graham and Paul Vaughan out this week, Wallace seems a bit you know, his, safe, his place is a bit more safe in a lot of fantasy teams. Yeah, you're probably less likely to sell him given the, the Vaughan and Graham conundrum,
0: but if you can sell someone averaging 50 to someone averaging, you know, closer to 60 yeah. as your you know, your or potentially some of the, the back rowers, it's probably an upgrade for the run home. Uh, they take on the Dragons, who sort of got out of jail a little bit uh, against the Knights last week. Um, a few sort of uh, interesting things there Josh Dugan had a massive game at the back Cameron McInnes I think his lowest score of the year at hooker when quite a few of us captain him um, Jack de returns from a one week suspension but obviously the, uh, the headline news is Paul Vaughan who got just two points last yeah. week before
1: limping off early in his 100th game with a calf strain I was uh, really close to captaining him I know you know we've Yep. Heard a lot of people did captain him, which is really unfortunate. Um, he has been unbelievable this year. With yep. you know wax lyrical um, as to what we do from here on out, um, I'm looking at probably keeping him, um, given he could be back. You know they've still got that buy
2: three three to four weeks. Is that the idea?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean I think Graham's probably got to go. Yep. Um, even though he's in a similar sort of position, Vorn's you know been a better scorer, yep. uh, a bit more consistent. So. You know, if, if trades are low, then Vaughan's probably one guy he'd look to keep.
2: Yeah, and the Dragons have a buy next round anyway, which he was going to miss, so that's, you know, no huge loss there. Out for another couple of weeks. I think for head-to-head, you probably hold him if you're, yeah. you know, if you're on track to make your finals if you your uh, head-to-head league anyway, he's, you know, he's going to be a gun in the last few rounds. Um, for overall, you know, probably trade. Um, it comes down to, yeah, your, your tactics, how many trades you have left, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, tricky one. We're thinking, um, I guess, Jack de back could be in for a, a big game with yep. no Vaughan there as well. Might have to shoulder a bit of the extra load. No, he's a popular fantasy player.
1: Yeah, uh, good to see him back after that one-week suspension. Um, so, yeah, he's good captaincy option as well, I
0: think. Cool. We'll move on to uh, Broncos v Storm. Not a lot doing at the Broncos at all, actually. Uh, Joey O gets bumped out by uh, Corbin Sims coming back, but that's pretty much it. They've still got uh, Ben Hunt on the bench, probably likely to take some minutes off, I guess, Cody Nicarima again, who probably should have been sold by now anyway.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm a bit surprised Hunt hasn't gotten into the starting team yet. I mean, he was great last week. I guess it was just his first week back on the bench. Um, Benji Marshall was also superb. Um, Nicarima, you know... How many minutes? He got subbed after about half an hour. Did he come back? Yeah, about half the game. I yeah. think he played. Um, but yeah, fantasy-wise, not a lot new there. Josh is one of those guys, again, like Jared Wallace, who's been scoring about 50 points a week. I think that's still probably good enough in the front row. Not quite good enough in the back row, but um,
1: yeah, not an urgent seller or anything. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have been spooked. I think he only got 33 yeah. against Canberra. Um, but you know, backing up after Origin, um, sure. and he's still been reasonably good. You know, you'll see weeks where he scores well, and you know, kick yourself if you've traded him out. So yeah, no need to panic.
0: Now three quarters of the way through the season, and Andrew McCulloch, who's probably at some point going to start losing minutes to Nick Remer, or Hunt, still hasn't at some point <laughs> started losing well, minutes
2: to Nicky or Hunt. Yeah, so we we assume it's. I mean, who knows? <laughs> it could still happen. They're still playing a half like a utility half slash hooker on yeah. the bench. So. Unless they're going to sub off their halfback for Ben Hunt every week, which is a bit of a weird you know, strategy long-term, mm. then it could still happen that McCulloch loses minutes. But you know, if you got him happy days, and if you don't, he's probably someone worth considering trading in by this point. Are we now safe to buy him? Do we think it's just it just hasn't happened that he's going to lose minutes? I think either? you're never 100% safe because certainly if you know, the last few rounds, if the Broncos are safe in that top four, he seems like someone that they can rest a bit in the last few rounds mm. heading into the finals, um, who knows. But on current form, he's going great.
1: Jeez, it'd be tough if, you try, if you've been holding off. You wanted to get him off. This, yeah. You've been holding off up until this point. You bring him in, and then suddenly next week they yeah. start playing, you know, it's, Nickarima. You can so it see that happening. It's <laughs> going to happen to someone. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs>
0: sure. Uh, all right, Storm, a uh, few sort of uh, question marks here. One of the uh, the downsides, I guess, for particularly overall coaches who rushed in, Curtis Scott, is that he is out of the 17 with uh, Will Chambers apparently shaking off that concussion. But the real big question mark for fantasy coaches is Cameron Smith, Willie Woney apparently has got to get through uh, a training session on Thursday if he's going to play. Uh, what are we thinking
1: here? Yeah, well, I am feeling good because I traded him out a few weeks <laughs> ago, which <laughs> seemed a like <laughs> a bizarre move at the time. But, um, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. Uh, I know, CK, you were talking about potentially trading him out or downgrading him this week um, if he is going to miss out. But the timing of the game is tricky.
0: Yeah, if he's going to miss all three games, he uh, potentially a, a trade out for those flush with trades. But uh, if you're going to trade him for Cam King, you need to know before Thursday night.
2: Yeah, because as you just say, you'll miss three games. Um the storm have a buy in round 19, so you know if he doesn't play this week, it's essentially a three-week, um, you know, the equivalent of a three-week injury for someone who costs a lot of money. Um, yeah, I mean, again, for for head-to-head, well, everybody probably wants him in your in your team and yeah. run home. Um, so if you trade him out, it's an issue about both having the trade to get him back and having the cash to get him back. Um, but you know, for overall points. It's a lot of yeah, money spent on you know, sitting on your bench for the next three weeks mm, if he okay. doesn't play this week. Yeah, the
0: question is, do you have the trades to trade him out and trade him back in since you almost certainly want to trade him back in? And the other conundrum is, if you trade him out and you've suddenly got all this money, are you going to have enough money to get him back in because he's going to be expensive yeah. if you're going to start upgrading to guys like your Taumalolos and Tapaus
1: and whoever else? You need to keep a little slush fund aside. You do be, need some <laughs> kind of slush fund, a war chest. <laughs> too, and it can be very tempting, especially when, you know, the injuries to James Graham, you're like, oh, what's that uh, 250K just sitting yeah. there? You might just uh, do a sneaky little upgrade there to Taumalolo or something. Um, so really, if you are going to trade out Smith, plan wisely.
0: Uh, Jordan McLean getting closer to a return from a broken cheekbone in the interim Jesse Bromwich has pumped out two actually half acceptable scores. Are we? Is this just a flash in the pan or is he a little bit of a smoky well, POD for the run home? It's a
2: factor isn't it that, that they haven't had their full strength front row rotation the last few weeks um, he had that really good score playing 70 minutes or 75 minutes yeah Yeah, during the origin round with no tim glasby there or the rest of their stars so i think that was probably a bit of a one-off but then you know he's done well again i'm still not completely trusting him to do that for the rest of the season yeah Yeah. what do we think like his his season average is still not great
1: no it's hard to especially when we saw all those scores you know earlier in the year um hard to get that that faith back. He has made 41 tackles in the last 2 weeks, um, which is a you know a good indication that he, things could be turning around for him. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's you, you're still very wary um, you know. And
2: and those 2 weeks they didn't have all their origin well, most of their origin start, yeah, So, so they... but when they're full strength again, does a front rower have to make 40 tackles for the Melbourne Storm every week? You know, if they start thrashing teams. Mm. That defensive workload probably drops. You would think probably better, less risky options in the front
0: row. Let's hit up the uh, the Roosters v the Sharks. Roosters are actually unchanged with Boyd Cordner still out with a calf injury and uh, Siwa Takiaho still. Uh, he was uh, a late scratching with a hammy last week and he's not back either. So they are unchanged. Um, Mitchell Pierce continues
1: to pump out phenomenal scores. Uh, not a great deal else of interest. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Pierce. you know, unbelievable form, and really I wanted to trade him in earlier if he wasn't playing Origin. Um, yeah. It's been a bit frustrating, but I will get him in, hopefully, on the run home.
2: Yeah, not much else. Um, Mitch Orbison, I think, did well on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as we slam him, he's probably not a terrible option for the centres. Um,
0: it's more it's a comment on the other centres that yeah. we've had to choose from this year than anything else, but um, yeah, maybe, yeah. I still will be abiding by the Mitchell <laughs> Orbson rule. Um, what about the Sharks? They've lost Jaden Braley, which is a huge blow for them. Um, a blow for the fantasy coach is still holding him. They've got the cheapish utility, uh, Farmanu Brown, slotting in at number nine with uh, Sefa Polo taking up the bench utility role with uh, Daniel Mortimer also having departed for the UK. During the week, elsewhere, uh, Gallon and Fafita are two uh, popular guns in the, uh, the forwards. What are we thinking
1: here? Fafita's been a bit uh, low on his form the last few weeks. Scores in the 40s, which sounds ridiculous, but when he's yeah. that expensive and the, the scores he has been pumping out, that you know is a little disappointing. Um, so again, I traded him out a couple of weeks ago, so that's looking like a good move at the moment. <laughs> Jeez, um, Adrian just selling guns left, right <laughs> and centre. It's controversial. And getting away with it. Yeah, uh, there are, have been other trades, as we know. I haven't got away with <laughs> quite so much. But, <laughs> got to mention you know, that, last week. <laughs> that all balances out. Um, yeah, and Gallen's been pretty good, pretty solid. Um, yeah, Farman and Brown only available in the halves as well yeah. in Fantasy. So probably avoid this, but yeah, don't, don't go there. Well, especially with Seguiaro due back pretty soon as well.
0: Yep. Cool. Sea Eagles v. Warriors. Uh, Curtis Sirin ruled out for uh, a couple of months potentially back for about round 26 just before the finals. What that means is one of the most popular dud scorers in the game, (laughs) Lewis Brown, starts. I have no concept of how he can possibly be in 20,000-plus teams, but he is. Uh, A lot of (laughs) of those teams have hit the jackpot now with him looking at uh, big minutes in the back row. Uh, What are we thinking with Manly?
2: Yeah, so Lewis Brown, several years ago, was a good fantasy player back at the Warriors. Mm. Um, mostly because you could play him in the centres and he was a starting back rower. He hasn't been a starting player for a while now. He's been a very, very low scoring bench player, but all of a sudden he looks like he's going to have a starting second row spot for Manly for the next two months. Uh, Manly second rows usually play pretty big minutes, Sarah mm. played 80 minutes. So, um, yeah, Brown's scores should go up. Um, he's base priced now because of his terrible scoring this year. So, as a cash out option, he's not. Terrible. This is for overall points for head to head to cash out players. Now, you probably want to get a non player almost, yeah. Um, unless you're desperate for yeah backup options. Um, for overall, you know, Manly has got both their buys out of the way, so they'll play round 18 and 19, um, which are tricky rounds. You know, he should score what are we thinking 25 points a week, maybe at least. <laughs> he was
0: a good fantasy player yeah. back in the day. He's like, we're sort of bagging him, but it's not that he's a terrible
1: player, yeah. it's just that he's been getting very small. Minutes. Yeah. yeah. And when you look at the, the makeup of the rest of the Manly squad, um, Jared Kennedy is really the only other player there that could play on an edge. Um, yep. unless, I mean, Martin Dupont's played there mm. previously, but they're not going to move him given his form in the middle. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Brown's probably almost guaranteed to play the full 80. Uh, for the foreseeable future at least. So, yeah, you could do a lot worse, um, as bizarre as that may have sounded a few weeks ago. Yeah, well,
0: Cameron Cullen, like you say, is the, the new face on the bench, and he's very much the, the halfback yep. hooker-type utility. He's not going to slot into a, an edge forward role, you wouldn't think. So um, the other three guys are all big props, uh, so you'd expect the back rowers to be expected to, to turn out 80-odd. Minutes uh, worth pointing out does have a break even of seventy nine
2: courtesy. Yeah, so he's not a cash cow. He, he, seven, he scores been so, so bad yeah. that he won't make money. You know, possibly at all. In <laughs> a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. If he starts but, cranking
0: out forty five every week, that'll turn around pretty quick. Right?
2: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and you're not really looking for cash cows now. It's exactly. just a, a guy who might score some bonus points, free up some cash.
0: Yep, true, true. Uh, On to the Warriors. They have uh, not much in the way of changes. Obviously, Isaac Luke is out with that uh, dislocated shoulder. Nathaniel Roach starts Mason Lino's into the squad. Uh, Simon Mannering is performing pretty consistently. Uh, Bertine Thompson's doing great things since Adrian sold him. Uh, <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm shaking my <laughs> head in <laughs> <laughs>
1: disappointment.
2: Sean <laughs> Johnson as well keeps, uh, yeah. keeps killing it in halves, so uh, nothing really new there.
1: Yeah, uh, Nathaniel Roach, you know, leads... An, it's another one of these, like, bargain-basement hookers um, really coming along at the wrong time in the season. <laughs> Why didn't this happen yeah. 10 weeks ago? Outrageous. Anyway, he'll do, he'll do OK. He got in the 40s last week. Um, should be pretty rock-solid there. Um, Ada Hingano, the new utility on the bench. Surely, yeah, though, if you're looking for a cheap hooker, it's going to be Cam King, yeah, given the, think the, the so. drop
0: security in the price. Yep. Raiders v. Cowboys, uh, not much doing at the Raiders in terms of change, team changes. Dave Taylor bumps out Clay Priest. Um, Jared Croker and Joey are still not quite performing with the consistency that we like. They've had a, a few decent, half-decent scores of late. Jordan Rapana continues to be an absolute force of nature on the wing. Uh, Any thing of interest in the, the Raiders team? I've got nothing.
1: Well, yeah, well, I've Kotrick still got... still trugging along? Yeah, I've still got Kotrick. Um, probably will look to cash him out in the coming weeks. I think the Raiders have got a buy in round 18 as well. Um, so really, he, he's done his job. He's done amazingly well, made a heap of cash. But, uh, yeah, look to get him out.
0: Heading on to the Cowboys, uh, Tamari Martin set to make his club debut, bumping out uh, last week's cheapie Cole Labert. Uh, Jason Tamalolo, after
1: a mediocre score against the Eels a couple of weeks ago, back to his uh, high-scoring ways what a time for Tamari Martin to <laughs> move to the Cowboys. It's almost as if they knew something yeah. was going to happen to Thurston. Um, but, yeah, he's a, sort of an awkward price, probably, and also Labert's there as well. But
2: Yeah, he's about 350, 340, I think, mm. Tamari Martin. Um, too much. Yeah, too much. You don't think he's going to... You can't see him being a lead gun at this no. point. So, yeah, I'd avoid Tamalolo I must have. Uh, well, there's so many good back rowers this year that none of them are really must-haves. You could get mm. five of them and still leave Tomolello out, but he's been awesome the last few weeks. The, the meet, Just the metres he gets every week is is crazy. It's pretty for absurd. A, for a forward.
0: Moving on to Knights v Tigers. Knights actually start favourites in this one. I'm not sure when the last wow. time is they started favourites in a... Uh, <laughs> A head-to-head NRL game. Probably should have got the job done last week, but it was another second-half fade-out for them. Um, a few big scores. Nathan Ross certainly enjoyed his move to fullback. Obviously, he won't get a hat-trick every week, but he was great. Uh, Sione Mattaudia, uh slightly better than he has been uh, weeks previous. A few changes in the forward pack with injuries to uh, Luke Yates out long-term. Um, Bure is back on the bench. Uh, Wardle's also back into the uh, the squad and Sam Stone. Uh, any
1: points of interest for the Knights? I feel like all the back rows just take minutes off each other, especially with Bureau back now. Mm. Um, Fitzgibbon obviously preferred uh, to start again, uh, which is good for those guys that are, that, that picked him up um, a, a few weeks ago. But yeah, really it's, you know, you probably, Dan guy has been okay um, and the Ross dog did well.
2: Yeah, I think Guy's move back to the centres doesn't really help him very much mm. fantasy-wise. I think he did okay on the weekend, but um, that was a pretty open game. Against the Dragons, a lot of points scored. Um, you would expect Jamie Bure to be back in the starting team soon. He could be a late switch this week, and then he's an 80-minute player, so that could bump out um, Fitzgibbon probably from that back row, um, you know, this week or next. Um, yeah, anything mm. else? And as you say, Nathan Ross, don't get carried away by his. 75
0: points. Yeah, Brownie was talking about uh, Fitzgibbon picked up a bit of a bump last week and in doubt for this week, so he may even drop out of the uh, other 17 still given the number of uh, regular first graders that are in the the 21-man squad. Moving on to the West Tigers, James Tedesco back from an ankle injury at fullback, which is good news for plenty of fantasy coaches. uh, And uh, Eisenhuth, Matt Eisenhuth, who's uh, getting some pretty solid minutes in his first two games and pumping out some half-decent scores still in the seventeen.
1: Yeah, a few of these guys were good cash-out options probably a couple of weeks ago, but they're starting to creep up in price. Um, But, yeah, good to see them scoring well. Uh, Tedesco owners will be very happy to see his name on the team list. Uh, Coming up against uh, a night side, you know, the game should be fairly open, to say the least.
2: Yes, yes, he should score well. Um, Another one who's scoring well at the moment is Aaron Woods at the Tigers. Since the origin period started, he's... Suddenly started um, cracking out some big scores, a few fifties. Got seventy odd yeah. last week. Um, minutes are up. Uh, sorry, uh, run meters are up. Tackles are up. Getting a few tackle breaks. Could do that again this week. So yeah, he's a bit of a um, not cut price, but if you're looking to sell one of these injured props, he's a guy who could be a, a gun in the run home and doesn't cost as much as guys like Marty Tepao cost.
0: Sure. Last game of the round, the Rabbitohs v. the Panthers. Uh, huge relief for fantasy coaches to see Sam Burgess back in the mm. number 13 jersey after a glute strain ruled him out. Uh, the previous game, Angus Crichton obviously doing absurd things uh, in the back <laughs> row in his starting role. Um, and a, a previous popular cheapie, Troll Furumano, still holding on to a starting gig. So a few fantasy talking points at the
2: Rabbitohs. Yeah, do we think Furimano is going to s- keep playing 80 minutes? He played 80 minutes Last game for Souths with Burgess not there. I don't know if that was a big factor in that or if he's just been working his way up to the 80. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, well, I look at the, the squad again there. Clark, Musgrove and George Burgess on the bench. Damien Cook, the utility. The rest of those guys, you know, yeah, sort of middles. Yeah. Um, so it looks like they're going to they're gonna roll with those two back mm. rowers playing 80 minutes, which is a, a great sign. And, you know, they did uh, really well against the Titans as well. Both Crichton and... Well, Crichton was unbelievable. And yeah. Fui Moano, you know, very solid as well. Um, so this could be the the go now with Kyle Turner out of the squad completely.
0: Yeah, he's uh, bumped down to the, uh, the reserves after sort of being a starting prop for a while and then subbing into the back row. Now he seems to be out of favour a little bit um, with the new look forward pack, but it's, uh, it's probably all good news for fantasy coaches at this point. Uh, heading over to the Panthers, they have uh, Dylan Edwards turning from a cash cow very quickly into a keeper. Josh Mansell has been explosive uh, since he returned from his long term knee injury. Uh, Nathan Cleary sort of uh, certainly hit his stride after a bit of a slow start to the year. Um, Corey Harrow, where the gift that keeps on giving for those that haven't sold him yet. Uh, Trent Merrin up and down a little bit more than most of us would like.
1: Uh, I traded Merrin in a few weeks ago after his sort of month long run of great scores yeah. and then he got the 25 40 45 I think on the weekend or in the 40s mm. um, which was fine but uh, not sort of what I was expecting but you know <laughs> he I so should, disappointed <laughs> <laughs> I should have I should have heeded your caution from <laughs> earlier in the year but anyway Enjoying him, well, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah Dylan Edwards has been unreal he's been amazing and you know the saving he's grace he's just
2: an extra forward isn't he just takes hit ups through the middle mm. all the way through sets and um, and Josh Mansour is just a tackle break machine. We knew that already, but he's, he's come in and scored in mid 50s I think every game straight back mm. from injury, you know.
1: Yeah, is is Cleary going to be um, one of those top bracket halves again that you could look to as a, as an upgrade on the run home? I think so. I think uh, Pierce
2: and Johnson are still the top two we think um, And then Cleary's I don't know maybe next I mean Corey yeah. Norman was the third guy, but mm-hmm. with Mitch Moses at the Eels now, I don't know if they're sharing the playmaking duties a bit. Um, I mean, clearly he got a try on the weekend, which helped, and the Panthers yeah. have been scoring some points, but um, yeah, he's he's back, I guess.
0: Mm. Norman's going well still. So he's still getting those mountains and mountains of, of kick metres, yeah. even with Mitch Moses there. It's just he hasn't really got the tries, tries, just of late that he was getting at the uh, the first few rounds of the year. Fan Fan questions questions. from the hashtag yeah. Um, We'll head straight into the fantasy questions, because I've got an entire page in front of you, people who want to know what to do with uh, James Graham and Paul Vaughan. Uh, The Mount Smart Joker is back. He wants to know if Paul Vaughan's a hold or a sell. Uh, Michael Smith wants to get in uh, Josh McGuire for for Paul Vaughan, because he's running out of trades. Alessandro Talocca, who's the best option for Paul Vaughan. Uh, Cameron Ashcroft, got six trades left, but my 17 is otherwise set. What do I do with James Graham? Uh, I've got a few more, someone's got uh, Braley Vaughan and James Graham, which is a bit of a conundrum uh, Scott McCormick has both Vaughan and Graham out with the 17 otherwise set, and lastly, Blake JR11 also has uh, Vaughan and Graham in the 17 I sense uh, a theme
2: with these questions
0: <laughs> There's more questions to come, but those <laughs> are all the Graham and Vaughan related ones um, So out of all of that, what do we think? We've got uh, people who've got three separate injuries in the same team, people who've got a set 17 other than one guy
2: who's injured uh, yeah, so... <laughs>
0: Help these people, Dom.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the, the focus obviously is on your final 17, so, um, you know, if you've got both those guys injured and have, you know, more than 17 good scorers, then you can cash out one and upgrade the other one. Um, ideally, you get in, you know, two guns to replace those two guns. Um, we think Muddy Depau the best of them at the moment in the front row, considering yep. their buys are out of the way... Um, Andrew Fafita, similar scorer, similar kind of player, but we'll miss round 18 uh, with Origin, and then we'll back up from Origin, so he's probably next best. And then I don't know, Aaron Woods maybe on current form. Yeah. What are our thoughts?
1: Well, um, I can sort of speak to my own circumstance because I do have Braley, Graham, and Vaughan myself. Um, so at this stage, I'm looking at just leaving Brayley there, um, and we'll puten- or upgrade him to Smith when he returns after in round. Twenty. After all, the the origin the buys are done. Um, James Graham is my immediate focus. And I'm looking at upgrading him to Taumalolo, Um because I have. It, it's a case of I had that cash as we were talking before the slush fund aside <laughs> for Smith, and I guess this week's the you know those things you see a, you know around a building smash in the case of an emergency. <laughs> so I'm I'm breaking the glass this week, reaching in, getting the cash upgrading James Graham Paul Vaughan um, I'm just going to leave on my bench Um, yeah because his scores have been better Um, but yeah Graham's my immediate focus
0: Mm, As you say, it's a bit of a can of worms when you start to throw in all the dual position players and the fact that you could potentially get back rowers as well, which then opens you up to your Gallons and Tamalolos type players. But um, I'm with you, Dom. I think uh, in terms of a straight swap, I think uh, is probably the best of them because like you said, man, he's got the buys out of the way and he's in good form. Um, And I guess most of these coaches you'd think are going to have someone like, whether it's a Yates or a Stone or a Moses Sully or a Kotrick or someone that you can probably now part ways with and, and use the cash. So if you are selling... Graham, you can make a double trade and upgrade Graham with an extra 200k to, to someone a lot better. Mm. Um, so we'll leave that one there for the moment. Uh, head on to the the other questions. Uh, Rob McPenguin, I assume that's his real name, <laughs> wants to know if to power for is the best going forward. I don't know if he's got an injury to deal with, but um, you sort of touched on that. For Feeder's got a couple of buys coming up, yeah, so maybe exactly, whether it's yeah. so head for to head overall, or overall.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So for overall points, to power um, for head to head. You know, either I mean, Fafita's been a gun for years. Tapao, yeah. this is his breakout season, really, like going from pretty good scorer to elite gun. So Fafita might still be the safer bet long-term, but for overall points, Topow.
0: Potentially yeah. a bit cheaper in a couple of weeks for Fafita as well.
1: Yeah, he could be. Um, you know, Tapao's always had those massive scores every few weeks um, in, in previous years, but now he's sort of pumping them out pretty much every week, which is great. In
2: saying that, if he did get a three-week suspension next week, I wouldn't be surprised. He he does used to do that all the time.
1: That's (laughs) true. Yeah, but I would be very
0: disappointed because I (laughs) traded him in last week. Yeah, surely this week's not the week to buy him though. Heading into. Uh, sorry for feeders yeah. you wouldn't want to buy this week and no, no. to origin, but to Power's probably a bit safer. Uh, Toby Funk uh, wants to spend an awful lot of money getting Angus Crichton in. He says, feels weird to get Crichton now, but I have the cash. Could alternatively go to Power Manoring, Jake Travoyevich, Marin DeBellin, etc. Yeah.
2: Crichton's been awesome, but yeah. the thing to look at is, you know, drill into his match stats um, is that he's scoring heaps of tries. He scored seven tries in the last six or seven games. Mm. Got a hat-trick last week. Mm. Um, as good as he is, no second-rower can score a try every game in the NRL. So I wouldn't be surprised if his scores start dropping. And if you're paying 600 grand for someone, you don't want to see him get 45. Mm. I hope
0: he listens to this podcast and takes that as a challenge to score a try.
1: I he's in my team. I yeah. it, Look, I think you've probably got to look at your wider squad as well. And if you're using that much cash to get one guy you could be weak in other areas so yeah i'd be concerned you know even if you do have the cash um could be handy on the run home especially with who knows what's going to happen with injuries suspensions and whatnot
0: fair call uh last but not least least kiri two nation who uh, tweets us every week has a question about josh mansor is he essential he looks to be back to his tackle breaking best but i already have dylan edwards would it be uh, too much to own both of
2: those guys uh, it's probably sideways. Again, I, I don't know how many essential players there are. I mean, but he's, a, he's great. But there's, you know, Edwards, there's Tedesco, there's Rapana. You know, two of Sheks going well at the moment. If you've got three, you know, keeper fullbacks, you don't need another one, basically.
1: Yeah. And it's something also we talk about quite often, um, owning two players in, from the same club in the same position. You know, sometimes people feel that it's a bit weird. Oh, mm-hmm. I've got two Panthers players in my wing fullbacks. It doesn't really matter because you can, you know, they're both scoring well um, and why not have them both? There's enough hit-ups to go around sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I don't think Mansour's essential, but certainly his form has been fantastic since need a
0: If you need a
2: winger fullback, then, you know, he's a great buy.
0: Absolutely. That brings us to the end of the questions. Uh, Any final thoughts? We sort of settled on our own trades for the week. Adrian, you've sort of uh, taken us through your thought process that usually involves selling really good fantasy players. <laughs> but, Dom, have you got anything in the box? Uh,
2: yeah, I've got to find a prop to replace James Graham with and then plan out how much money I need to bring back Cameron Smith because I also was one of the people like Adrian who traded out Smith at the start of Origin. Um, yeah, so I'll finalise that in the next mm. couple of days.
0: After mocking everyone for selling Cameron Smith, I'm you know, contemplating the same myself if he's rubbed <laughs> out this week flicking him for Cameron King hopefully scrape together a few dollars there and then downgrade some of your Yates and Sully type players to get Smith back post Origin and in the interim hopefully upgrade Whitehead to Tamalolo but I'll crunch the numbers just on that
2: point is Smith now is he still as essential as he used to be we've said that all year that he's a must have but with all these back rowers so Tamalolo I think is averaging the same or a bit better than Smith this slightly season. better yeah could you go with him as as your captain rather than Smith it still seems a bit I risky. think you
0: could if you had you know, he's proposing like a one-gun hooker scenario where you well, start Kevin with... Kevin
2: King's your second hooker and he keeps that spot for the rest of the year. He gets he's, 40s he's, or whatever.
0: Yeah. And then you just start with McInnes and Captain Tamalolo or start with McCulloch and Captain...
2: Yeah, it's not as risky as having a non-player in that second hooker spot. Yeah. Uh, Smith
1: it'd, it'd feel weird though. I don't know why, but it'd feel weird not having Smith or it two would. gun hookers, but you know, this could be a brave new era for fantasy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, with
0: plenty to ponder, we'll wrap it up there. If you've got any questions for any of us, hit us up on Twitter at ckennedy80, at Dom underscore Brock, and at Adrian McMurray. The, uh, the preview video is going up tomorrow, so any further questions, get them in using the hashtag AnnarellFantasy, and we'll get to what we can uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, good luck for the weekend, and happy trading.
1: For your chance at $350,000 in cash and prizes, Head to fantasy.nrl.com and register your team today. You've been listening to the NRL.com Fantasy Podcast.